Hey, what I have no idea. My recording, hopefully Amelie comes back. She's probably still uh, talking. Really? Didn't it cut you guys off? Like, Well, cut me off. Well, I just stopped hearing her, but if she's talking, oh, she doesn't no. like talking, you, know? you might want to text her. Uh, but the last thing I heard was that, well, I'll wait till she gets here. Um, I, that's what I don't like about this one podcast is that I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, I was trying to, like, talk, and um, I, I guess nobody was hearing me. So what I did was I went back to the link. I rejoined. And then there was a feedback and echoing. And I'm like, okay, so I push stop, cancel. But it was like a dual recording. Hey there, Amelie. Hey. Sorry, we got cut off. So the last thing we heard was that the guy is something you didn't need today. Like it was completely out of the blue. And he's t- trying to make you join this multi-marketing thing. Yes, yes. And he, wow, yeah. And I was just like, well, you know, it's like, so we were kind of texting back and forth and I was just telling him like, you know, I'm not going to buy anything. I'm not interested. I'm not in the market for it. I have life insurance. Um, I have multiple life insurance and I, you know, I said, it's just not something that I want to invest in right now, especially with the way that work is going. And we just don't know what is happening next school year or what's happening in the future or what's, you know, it's like nothing is um, concrete right now. So, so he was very like, he's like, don't you care about me? And he oh, was no, like, that is terrible. Yeah. And then he's all like, he called me love. And I was all like, whoa, 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 what? Wait. And I even said, I was like, wait, what? Like, that's like, that's not what I like initially thought you know, was happening here. It makes me wonder does it did it make you wonder and maybe not because I'm not an expert on the relationship that you had with him I really am not it's just speculating it seems like he used that pet name to manipulate you obviously he oh did. definitely definitely um definitely and it was it's it, it was uh when he said that 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 was like instead of it being like a sweet trigger it was actually a very um, hurtful like it was it, like yeah. I felt like that was a jab it was a jab at um, all the things that I had felt at that time and and I and I did I honestly feel like I allowed myself to be manipulated by him and just be treated mm-hmm. in such a um, in, in such a way and 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 Muyu is very familiar because I would go and like tell her all this stuff and she'd be like you need to break up with this man and um, and I would be like, no, it's it's fine. Like we're gonna work through it. And in my mind, there was all this illusion. But I think I was in such a I was in such a low place that um, mm-hmm. like emotionally that I just needed someone to show me affection and show me love, or and yeah. even if even if it was fake love. And um, yeah. I mean, he would ask me to loan him money. Uh, on a continuous basis and because I had it I would give it to him but um, he still owes me so (gasps) I know yeah so then (laughs) I just want to be um I well I see like about 500 yeah well I think it's a thousand no I hit a limit there was actually 
there was actually a time when I was working and he called me and um, he said, oh, um, and usually when he was going to ask me for something, he started very sweet. And he would say like, oh, you know, babe, whatever, whatever. How are you doing? How was your day? And I knew it. I knew it was coming just because that was just the vicious cycle, you know? And um, and at this point, I was, um, I had kind of turned it around where I just started using him as well, Um, you know? So I, um, so he said like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm really short on cash. Da, 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 da. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't have it. Like, and he's like, well, it's only $300. And I, and he said, isn't, only? yeah. And he said, isn't there somebody you can ask? And I was all like, what do you mean? Somebody I can ask? Like, yeah. What? Can't you like, um, ask a friend or something to loan you the money so you can give it to me. And I was like, no, like, wh- what am I, you know? And what he's, is he thinking? Yeah, it was just very, and I think at that point I had already hit like a, and we had already broken up, I think like four times or something. And it was just like a vicious cycle. I just kept going back. Um, and so even during mm. the meeting, the, the woman was talking about debt. And I said, um, you know, I, and I said, and I said to her, I said, you know, I only had, I only have one credit card and actually acquired the credit card when I, in order to buy my home, because, um, you need to have credit, you know, but my right, whole life, right, right, right. my whole life, I didn't have credit cards because I didn't want to, I didn't want to go into debt and I didn't want to owe anybody yeah. any money because the worst feeling is knowing that you owe somebody money and you can't oh, pay yeah. it back. And, uh, and just feeling like you can't even look at that person in the face. And yeah. I said that during the meeting and I was all like, I know he has no sense of, um, of like guilt for what he did, but at least saying mm-hmm. it made me feel better, you know, saying like, yeah, yeah I still remember you owing me that money, you know, but it was just very interesting. And just the way that he was phrasing um, like, well, don't you want to help me? Don't you want to help me, wow. you know, like improve myself? Don't you, don't you care about me? Didn't you ever care about me? I was like, what the hell? Like, no, that, that is so manipulative. Yeah, that is extremely manipulative. Right. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, I'm not going wow. down this windy road. Um, and I mean, the men that I've dated now are, are very different. And maybe because mm-hmm. we're older, I'm older. Um, you know, I, I've already gone through all of that nonsense and, you know, and, and at the time he was working like three jobs and he was just struggling in life and I was trying to help him and I was trying to encourage him. And I'm like, and the men I date now are like professionals and they're, you know, um, they make, uh, you know, 10 times what I make and they're super smart and they're just, um, you know, they, they have like a, goal end in mind and even if I don't see um even if I don't see the things the way that they see that the see things um I know that that they're doing it for the betterment of their own future and the betterment of their Mm -hmm. family and um and that I can understand and that I can see and that's something he never offered me and you know towards the end of our relationship 
Um, he did cheat on me. You know, he was oh my God. Yeah, dating multiple women at the same time and all these things. And I'm just grateful, like, oh, I didn't get sick and I didn't acquire any diseases. Um, so I have to, like, right. consciously say, like, do not go down that rabbit hole. Do not allow him to come back into your life. Like, that's something that you just are not going to entertain anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was interesting yeah, for today. It's kind of... Wow. Yeah. And that all happened today. Yeah, that all happened today. Of all the days. Weird. Yeah, of all the days. And I was trying to relax this morning. I was trying to, like, <laughs> have some sort of, like, zen. And it just kind of ruined my mood the rest of the day. And it just – I just felt so um, – like it's just a reminder of just like the negativity that was part of my life then. And I, I was mm. like, I just couldn't, like I couldn't bring myself back. And even after I had the zoom meeting and um, I just was trying to um, like remind myself, like, why did you even in, like, why did you do that to yourself? Like, why did you, and I have to be, I have to forgive myself too. And I think I have to be, um, like I have to, I have to have a forgiving heart for myself and say like, you know, that's part of, of dating. That's part of growing up. That's part about learning um, how to love and be loved, you know? And, and I think unfortunately, like for the first experience of you, like actually experiencing what it was like to have a, you know, someone that you, you, you thought you had a future with, he was a master per like, it almost seems like he mastered the art of gaslighting. Yeah. You know, like, don't you want to help me? Like, you, you know, and, and, it, and it's because he knows and narcissists are very um, adept at like, they're like predators, you know, they, they, they see the person that um, has a kind of heart that is like communal, wants to help is always going to be there for you. And so when they see that opportunity of manipulating that person into saying, well, look, you're the person who's always helped me and now you're not going to do it. Yeah. Like, are you really going to be that piece of shit? Exactly. And I think it's normal, right? And it's normal for one to feel like, whoa, am I really a piece of exactly. shit? Exactly. No, it's them who are a piece of shit. Like, yeah, and that's kind it, of how I is, felt. Like, even yeah. today, like, and I was going like, why in the hell did you say yes to the Zoom meeting? Like, why did you even entertain the Zoom meeting? But it was because of that. It was because I felt bad. And I'm like, why do I feel bad? Like, who cares? Like, who gives a damn? Like, why do I even care? Exactly. Like, I should have said, oh, no, sorry. Thank you, though. Uh, Because so many other people have asked me. And I've said no to them. Why why couldn't I just say no in this situation? So I was just... and, And it wasn't because I still have feelings for him. It's not because... I want something to do with him. It's just, I felt bad. And, and maybe mm-hmm. because I've seen him struggle and I'm all like, well, maybe this is going to be his opportunity, but I'm not going to buy anything. So I don't know how I'm going to help him, mm-hmm. but it was just, it just became a, it, it just, it was just a reminder. And, um, and even like mm-hmm. the man that I'm dating now, it's very different. And sometimes I get upset with him because he tells me to do this or to do that, but none of it is to hurt me none of it is to make me a worse person or to be codependent all of it has always been yeah. to um to encourage me to raise me up to um to say like you can do better things like he's always telling me like oh you need to work out you need to do this you need to eat healthy you need to take care of yourself you know um mm-hmm. none of those things are for his benefit 
all of those things are for mine. You know, he wants me to take a course on, on starting a company. I don't want to do it because I don't want to start a company, but you know, but it's mm -hmm. again, I mean, I was talking, I was talking to, um, to a mutual friend that we all have. And he said to me, he's all like, just take the course. What, like, what's so wrong with taking mm -hmm. the course? He's all like, He's given you, he's like, how many people would have liked to take this course? It costs thousands of dollars. Just take the course. Whatever you gain from it is yours. You know, whether you continue to date this person or not continue to date this person, you can use that towards your future. And, and it makes me think mm -hmm. of that. You know, it's like, oh, like mm -hmm. you, you have to surround yourself with people who, um, who want you to you know, improve and want you to grow and want mm -hmm. you to see you grow. Yeah. And I think even, and, and I think that's just the thing. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was interesting. That was like my, my interesting story of the day. And I didn't know who to tell because I was, I knew so many people who knew me then would have an opinion. Uh, yeah, like moo you, like. Look, <laughs> <laughs> How did this end? I mean, did you block him? Or are you still gonna continue having conversations with him? No, like I told him, I said, you know what? Like, I'm not interested. And then the woman said, "Well, how about just give it a few days?" And so I said, "Yeah, that's fine." Um, just because I just needed it to end, you know. I was like, yeah. "Okay, thank you." Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, like I'm like, you know, after the two days, I'm going to say like, oh, you know what? It's just not in my budget. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Yeah. I and, mean, I, it, yeah. and it's and it's understandable. I mean, he just caught you off guard, too. I mean, he's been he, he's been MIA. Yeah. I mean, you probably haven't even thought about him. And then exactly. all of a sudden he calls and calling you, sweetie, and all this. I mean, I can imagine how cut off guard you were. And you're like trying to entertain his BS just because you're a decent person. You know what? And the, yeah. uh, the other thing I was thinking, I was all like, why did he have my number still? Like why? When we broke up, he never reached out after just to say like, Hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? None of it. Like when we went cold mm. Turkey, like cold Turkey. And in my mind, I had, um, I know that I, I know that I blocked it. I know that that I blocked him. I I deleted his number. I deleted all of his text messages. I deleted all of his pictures. Everything. Everything is off my phone. Um, and I because I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to go back into that vicious cycle again. I mean, you can only break up with one person so many times before you realize like, <laughs> this is crazy. Like mm -hmm. you're crazy. You're a crazy person. Um, Mm -hmm. so I was like hmm, what what is happening so so when he texted me today I was all like oh like I just even seeing his name was like a trigger I was all like oh wait what like am I seeing this right exactly and then when he asked me for wow. a favor I was all like oh you could have called you know yeah, and that's what yeah. I what I was thinking like because every time he would he would ask me for money, he would text me, and I said, "You can't text me. You have to call me. You need a favor yeah. in our culture. You need a favor. You you call that person and you go to their house and you ask them for a favor. You don't you don't send them a text. Like that's not that's not how things are done. He's cowardly. Yeah, 
Definitely. So I was, it was just like, oh man, don't go down the rabbit hole. No, no. And I'm sure you won't. I mean, Mm-mm. you, I mean, that guy, I, I told you this whole time. I know. I know. I know. Muyu would every single day should go like, you need to break up with this guy. He's so good. <laughs> I mean, because I see, I see your potential and, and like, how you described his lifestyle and his age. I mean, the man's my age and he's, he's just sounded like a math book, you know, full of problems. <laughs> and, and it was just like, no, you deserve better than this. Um, yeah. He's where he's at for a reason. He, the choices he's made and yeah. continues to make it. And you know, I have to be fair. You have, you want to give people a second chance. You don't, you don't, you know, look at their lifestyle and think they're total losers forever. People do change, but at his age, and then knowing you're so young, I just yeah, I just couldn't. I thought it was a travesty. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's one of those things where you're just like, okay, this is this this person is clearly taking advantage of someone because, and it's not to say that, like oh, well, you're just so inexperienced, you don't know what you're doing. It's more like um, they get so good at the manipulation that they have you thinking that, okay, they're wonderful and, you know, they're going to manipulate your heart into thinking, yeah, help them. Yeah, and I know? think... And, and it... Uh-huh, go ahead. Yeah, well, it's just, like I said, it's just all manipulation and that's what you kind of see with with the situation I, but you know? i also think that um emily was filling a void in his life and so i I'm, I'm sure he was feeling some kind of connection but then at the same time he was trying to take advantage of that and and see where what he could get uh, yep. not only the emotional aspect but then he saw oh you know here's someone who can help me out when i'm down on my luck but no I'm just so glad you you moved on I know I know I like in in that again it was a reminder of like oh you like you escaped that you like you you didn't like you could have been stuck there you know there's so many women who are stuck with these men for years and years and years and I only invested a year and a half of my life there I didn't invest Mm -hmm. you know six years ten years uh, with someone who was just not looking for the same things you're looking for. And even now, like when he messaged me, it was the same person again. It, he hasn't grown. He hasn't improved as a human being. He hasn't, you know, he's still the same person. And, um, and, and him doing this, it means that he hasn't done anything else with his life. Like he's looking for a mm-hmm. like a rich a, what is it what do they call it? a quick rich scheme or whatever yeah. you know yeah. he's just looking for a yep. way to get rich quick and it was funny because actually when him and I were dating I told him about selling life insurance oh, yeah because crazy. I had a friend who was selling life insurance and he wanted me to get into it and I was like oh no man I don't do that. And I told him, I said, hey, this is his business card. Do you want to sell life insurance? And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. Da, 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 da. Like, I want to, like, follow my dreams. And I was like, what dream is that? Like, I don't understand what your dreams are because as, as of right now, you're not doing anything, you know? 
you know, you want to work at McDonald's? That's your dream? You know, he didn't work at McDonald's. But still, like, is that your dream? Like, your dream is to just, you know, blue-collar work? And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, I want to, I want to do something else. And I was like, okay. So it was just funny, too, that I was like, wait, I told you to do life insurance, but you didn't listen to me. Now you're now you're wanting to sell life insurance and you want to sell me life insurance? Like, no. Yeah. Right. But it was, I mean, it was, it was like, a, it was an interesting thing for the day. But I don't know if it's ever happened to you guys where all of a sudden you feel like, oh, I've moved on, I've gone. And then here they come back again. They appear like a ghost. And I think, and I think that's when, uh, when, when that gimmick goes back to the, individuals that like to gaslight and like to um you know that they're narcissists and they they know what they're doing as far as using an individual and gaslighting them and and you know and and that's the reason he kept your number he knew you know at some point i'm gonna need something from this person you know and and it's sad that that there's no sort of like emotion of okay well she helped me grow yeah. she helped me you know no it's all like no she this person is like my lifeline in a way yeah right? like it's a person to, and to be is... used like uh, this is a person yeah, that exactly. i can manipulate and have them do whatever i want mm-hmm. um yeah like that in that aspect that's true that's 100 yep. percent true and i'm like oh i'm not going down that windy road you know that's just not something that i'm looking <laughs> into going down <laughs> like you know even if the person I'm, I'm dating right now even if that were not to work out I, I don't think I would ever want to go mm-hmm. back to that feeling of of just feeling empty you know and and just yeah and like being yeah. okay with what he gave me but then when he was gone it was gone you know um and and I yeah. think um, that was the reason I stayed. It was just like, well, and I would say this all the time. And I think even Mui remembers, I would say it all the time. I'd feel like when we're together, it is so good. It's only when we're apart that things are hard, you know? Um, and like mm-hmm. the person I'm dating right now, or even the people I've dated since him, um, whether we're together or we're apart, it's always good, you know? And it's not until we mm-hmm. break up and things like that happen that, that of course it's sad, but it's but you move on because you have all these wonderful memories, and and like right now with coronavirus mm-hmm. with the guy I'm dating right now, I mean we've been apart. What is it? Two months now, um, since like March, mm-hmm. uh, April, May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like June is going to be three months since we've been apart. And um, I know, and wow. he was saying that to me the other day. He was all like, "Oh, he's like." He's like, we've been together three months. Um, he's like, you know, it's like, I think we've only seen each other, like, hung out, like, four times. But we talk every day, and we, you know, he's all like, I don't want to video chat, because he's all like, nobody looks good during the coronavirus, you know. Uh, you know, nobody's got <laughs> a haircut. But it's it's those things that, that you do want to continue, because it's, it's you just feel good. Um, whether they're here or they're not here. And I'm somebody who uh, like physical touch is my love language. And even, even that, like I've been able to like suppress that, you know, uh, because 
because I'm because I'm constantly being um, entertained in one way or another. I should I shouldn't use the word entertained, but um, but I'm constantly being like it's being re like reaffirmed. Like yes, I'm with you. Yes, we're together. Yes, I'm here. You know, um, and I don't I don't have to fight for his attention. I don't have to um, like beg for him to to call me or to text me or to look for me. You know. Um, and that's that's a different type of um, of connection, I guess, or relationship. I don't know. It's just it's it's been interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. even today, I've I've gone through so many thoughts of just going back and forth of saying, "Wow, like you were you were really in a bad place. What the hell happened to you?" <laughs> yeah, and. But but that's the thing. It's like a narcissist, a gaslighter, will pillage through someone's heart and emotions and thought processes, and they'll put you in a situation where you're they're gonna play at your heartstrings. You know, if that's your act, their your love language, and he finds that out, um, then that's where you know they they're gonna be. Yeah, targeting, and they're predators. That's predatory, and the long t- and you know I was reading a thing about the long term damage about uh, a narcissist, a uh, gaslighter. Um, what they're known for is what's called trauma bond, um, and so they'll they'll bond you in the trauma, and I guess like with any trauma, you know, like when you have trauma yeah. as a child, right? Like. You, you kind of, what, what is the thing that, that the therapist will work with with the child is to first deconstruct it to the point where they understand that it wasn't their fault, yeah. you know? And, um, and then that's hard to accept because you're thinking, had I not, I'm smarter than this. How can I have let that happen to me? But you don't know it. It's like, you're so unaware. There's absolutely no awareness. And and it is especially scary because it's like I said, they're the predators of society. They put an individual in a point where you're going to be doubting yourself. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be constantly um, just triggered yeah. by it and, and doubting yourself for the longest time. And then, and then when you kind of think you're getting over it, then you're going to think like, Holy fuck, I was that Exactly, stupid, exactly. Know? And that's how I feel. Like, right? I feel like man... <laughs> How could I've been that exactly? Stupid, but like the world is telling you is. no, and you're yeah. telling yourself, "Well, why not?" They don't want why me to not? be happy. Yeah, chance. like I'm giving this person an opportunity. No, you were not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's the danger of the narcissist. They're gonna always make you feel like you yeah. made the choice. And they're going to make you feel like in the aftermath of it all and and the fallout of it all, it's going to be, well, in the end, you're stupid for prep, falling for it. You know? Exactly. And, and that's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. And then I think, I think one of the things that I want our listeners to take away, because we have two what? listeners, by the way. We have two fans of our podcast. Um, they follow, they liked it, 
So um, I guess what I want to tell them, I think, I think it's good to share these stories because it's a learning and maybe they've heard of this before, but if they hear it from others, like it's not your fault, you were a victim and not a victim like, like you were vulnerable and no, it's more like this person was really skilled at getting under your skin and under your ego and exploiting everything. And that's not okay. That's no, it, but it's, but it's true. I think you, and, and, you know, like I had said earlier. Mm-hmm. What happened? Hello? Hello? I'm here. Oh, okay. There you are. Where's Amelie? Amelie. This thing. Wait, it is... can you hear me? Hello. Okay. Oh, there so you are. Yes. I was saying like, you have to be able to forgive yourself. You have to be able to say like, I was in a, oh, I was in a tough situation. Um, and even, I mean, because they take advantage of you because you are in a hardship. You are going through an emotional problem. You are busy. You're, you know, there's so many factors that play part, you know, and, and they know how to select their victim, you know? Um, and and mm-hmm. you're right when you were saying like it, they they are attracted to people who have a forgiving heart who have uh, like this community mm-hmm. like it's all for it's it's you know it's for everyone and not just it's not just about me and I think a lot of the time it's also like you just want to help them and you see them struggling and and you want to be that person for them mm-hmm. and how many people don't you know you know it's like how many how many people just put themselves in that situation because they just want to be loved and they want to be, they want somebody to, to, to say like, Oh, I care about you and I want to be there for you. But it's, it's only like, you know, it's just the words, but it's really, there's no feeling, there's no sentiment. Um, And, and sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, just the tiny bit of affection that they show you is, is enough just to keep you going till the next time, you know? Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's, and it's, that's this idea. And, and you're right. Like you have to, you have to admit to yourself, you're, you're, it's not your fault, you know, because it's not your fault that you want to be loved. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault that you're, that the person that you find is somebody who's just not, you know, not the right person for you. And you have to be, um, you have to be willing to say like, this is not a good environment for me. This is not a safe environment for me. And if, you know, yeah. from that, I was actually, I was talking to, I was talking to a, a, a kiddo, um, a teenager, and she was crying because mm-hmm. she, um, she broke up with her boyfriend, and she was really sad, and, um, but she was complaining about all of the arguments that they've had, and just how hard it is, and I told her, you know, when you are with someone when you're dating someone the the last feeling you should feel is sad you know the last feeling Mm -hmm. you should the the last feeling you should feel is anger and and just resentment like you shouldn't feel those things when you're with someone you should always feel like you're loved and you're cared for and you're and you're important and you should give that person that same feeling Mm -hmm. but if that's not being reciprocated that's not the person for you. You know, you should never, you yeah. like in a relationship, you should never have to cry 
you should never have to be sad because you're not feeling loved. And if that's the feeling that you mm-hmm. leave with every day, then that person is not the person for you. You know, I, exactly. Just, and it's, 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 a, it's a hard lesson to learn as you're growing up too. So I think the, the best thing we could do as, you know, role models is to teach that those lessons you know and through experience because it's exactly what one of the kids that I know and it's I mean she's 17 right now and that's exactly what they're going through they're like uh they have been broken up with a uh with the person that we're seeing and and now I the the person broke up with them with the whole this is a 17 year old kid we're talking about 17 year old kid says um oh yeah uh, it's not you oh it's god me. the whole thing it's not you it's me and then, <laughs> so he leaves leaves this poor girl and you know broke pieces and all of that and so then he comes back two weeks later and he wants to come back and it's like at what point do you say no and the, those that's that's I think that's the hardest lesson because I think as humans, we tend to go back to what's comfortable, what's safe, what's, you know, exactly familiar, but in the long run, it's not a good, just exactly. And and that's one of the, the major things. It's like, we, sometimes we stay in relationships because we're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of, of, well, Mm -hmm. well, right now it's really good. So maybe if I just stick it out a little bit longer, you know, it'll get better. It'll never mm-hmm. get better. It'll, it's like yeah. once they've shown you their cards, and you know that that's their mo. It's never gonna get better. Like you no, you cannot change anyone. It's no, no, you can't because it's it's a because these when when you have a narcissist and you have someone that's a user and that's you know like like an individual has a total disregard for others. You're dealing with a level of trauma, layers of trauma, that it's it's not feasible for a normal person to be trying to get through those yeah. layers or yeah. fixing them, you know, unless that person wants to fix it. Um, and, and and if they don't want to fix it, then it is it is a useless, pointless endeavor. Now, I'm not saying that hap- that that's the case yeah. with, with everyone. But it is the case when, when think about yourself yeah. in the relationship, and if you're and if you're constantly, and this is just a metaphor, but you're constantly making fists, and you feel like you have to fight through it, and then you're fighting for both of you while the other one just sits around like, okay, mm-hmm. you got this, right? You got it. I'll, I'll just sit while you then then you know it's yeah. Not a, thing i know right exactly (laughs) you know that whole like that they say like oh there's so many fish in the sea well maybe there aren't that many because i i feel like feel like (laughs) that the potential pool for men is is or for just anybody in general i mean because i mean i've i've done i've date i've done the whole online dating and it's just it's hilarious um just the type of women that are out there, you, you know, it's not just men that are narcissists or, or even just, just cruel beings. 
I mean, women can be that too. Um, I, you know, one of the guys that I met mm-hmm. in, uh, while I was doing Bumble said to me <laughs> that he drove out to the middle of freaking nowhere uh, because this girl said, hey, let's meet up. And she gave him a random address. He drove all the way there. Then and, wow. and people like it was in the middle of nowhere. I think it was like Fallbrook area where there's like nothing. Right. And um, it's just like every house is like, you know, acres apart. And he said he drove to this place, this location that she shared. And then she sent him a message and said, um, hey, um, I, I, I don't have any gas money. Can you can you Venmo me some gas money? And he's all like, wait, but I thought you were at your house because I was going to pick you up. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not at my house yet. I'm over in I don't know where, but I need gas money. And he's all like, well, tell me where you're at. I'll come and get you. And she's all like, no, 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 just send me the money. And he's all like, I'm not going to send you money. Oh, wow. He's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know, like, your situation. And so she was all like, she's like, don't you want to meet me? He's like, yeah. Tell me where you're at. I'll drive there. She didn't share with him. So he had to oh, drive all God. the way back home, which became like a like a two-hour, um, you know, like commute where he like drove there for one hour, drove back home for another hour. He's like, it was a waste of my time. And he's all like, and I never heard back from her. Wow. But I was all like, dude, weren't you scared? Like, you're now in the middle of freaking nowhere. Like, some guy could have come out of a bush and shot you. Like, you know, tried to, uh, you know, take your money, take your watch. I don't know. And, you know, um, he he drove a, like an Audi. And I'm like, dude, like somebody could have stolen your car, you know? Yeah, that exactly. Be, that like, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> Which begs the question, are men that biologically driven that they would put themselves <laughs> at risk to that point. I mean, you know, biologically, oh, with their, you, yeah. with their, you know, with their smaller brain. Exactly. I, <laughs> in between their legs. And, and that, that I find that very compelling what, what they're, what they're able to do, what they go through, what they put themselves through because, um, they're just that hardwired to just go and see and experience and yeah 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 and and then, you know and it's and it's funny because you know when they're younger um, they haven't mastered that whole self control and I don't think a lot of men do in their whole life it's a rare thing but in their whole life they probably never do but it, it is amazing amazing what they're driven to do. Just with the promise of a hookup, you know, I find it fascinating. I, I, I mean, I, I wish, I wish we had a, a guy's input here with, with that, you know. Um, we don't put ourselves in situations, but whatever. Like I always think, you know, I mean, I've done a lot of bumble dating, but um, I think I've only made one, one, one mistake where where I told mm-hmm. the guy where I lived, you know, <laughs> and and he like came and picked me up in, right, in front of my house. Right. Um, and then I felt awful because I was like, that was so dumb. 
Like, you don't do that. Like, you don't tell people where you live. Mm-hmm. But I was just, you know, I was just desperate. I live alone. I mean, I would think it would be some frightening if you lived alone. But, you yeah. know, there's people in your home who can protect you if you bring that on to them. <laughs> exactly. But you just never know. Like, what about the guy yeah. that you meet? It's not the guy that comes. Well, been captive. <laughs> but, but then, but then you, you got to also consider the fact that now those apps have all that tracking and it's not as easy yeah, to get away true. with, you know, with, with shit. And, but, you know, it, it is it, it is amazing, though, how the more clun- like the more secretive the, the app. Well, OK, well, let's just, oh, for yeah. example, Grindr, <laughs> right? A lot of for, for gay guys. So a lot of street men go on there because they're bi-curious, right? And um, and there was a, a thing I saw on uh, like a crime watch kind of a show, like a Dateline kind of a show. And there was a, a young guy who met a, a this man on, on Grindr and he went out on a date with him. But because the nature of it was so controversial, especially for his culture, I guess he was like an immigrant, like a Romanian, Iranian immigrant. I, I'm not sure, but he was from the Muslim faith. And so that was even more, um, you know, uh, controversial in, in his existence. So, so he goes out to see this guy. He tells no one and he never comes back. And so I think if you're involved in a situation that's involving like a secret kind of a, um, I didn't even know this. Yeah, but like I learned this recently. There's a there's an app. There's like a dating app called Secret Arrangements. And scary. yes, or exclusive arrangements. So I guess like like if there's like a fetish that a man has and he'll post it and I guess if you're that type of person that I guess caters to that fetish yeah. then they cook up. But I know it's really it's really disturbing, and, but 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 because the nature of it is so mysterious, I think that's more dangerous because people are not using their real name, they're not using their real maybe they're using yeah. a burner phone, and then hopefully you know? they have a, a like a secret, th- like a safe word. <laughs> hopefully, because <laughs> <laughs> you never know, yeah. you never know. It is. <laughs> You never know. I mean, there's a lot of oh like, man, the yeah. role playing. The, it's it's oh. funny, like even role playing. Oh. You know, I I don't know, but like just just mm-hmm. the men that I've dated, and I've asked them like, hey, how comfortable are you with role playing? And it makes them feel so uncomfortable. And maybe it's the type of men that I've dated. Maybe that has mm-hmm. something to do with it. But um, I know that the guy that called mm-hmm. me today had no problem with role playing, you know, uh, but he was much more comfortable with his sexuality than let's say the other men that I've dated. And it was, it's funny. Like I've asked him like, how do you feel about role playing? Well, what does role playing mean? <laughs> so like role playing, like you dress up, I dress up, we play a part. God. And they're all like, well, well, like in what context, right. like, do I have to do anything different? <laughs> yeah. And I'm all like, well, weird. What is yeah. weird? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly like, like what, what is... are you thinking like <laughs> yeah and like what is do? your spectrum of like okay with you know like what are you okay with you know and it's those conversations where you kind of feel like oh you know 
men say like, oh, you know, I can have sex with, you know, X, Y, and Z women, but how experienced are they and how experienced are they with the, with the, with the female body and how comfortable are they with their, are they with their own sexuality in order for them to be able to express it with women, you know, um, or like men or whoever they're with, you know, um, but it, it's, it's mm-hmm. that has been something that I've, you know, as I've dated that I've, you know, that I've asked like, well, how do, how do you feel about this? Or how do you feel about that? Or, you know, um, one of the things was I was talking to a friend of mine and she was saying that, um, that her boyfriend had asked her to do um, stuff through the behind. And I was telling her, I said, yeah, you know what? That's not something I feel very comfortable with. Like I would not be uh, like, that's not me. Like, yeah, exactly. Like that is that's just something not my I don't thing. feel comfortable with. And so she was all like, oh no, he's, he, he doesn't put it in and I was all like oh well thank god uh, she's all like it's more of a like oral anal and I was all like yeah like he puts his mouth in the behind <laughs> wait oh, wait maybe I should no. do like a little disclosure if, if this kind of talk is not for you like fast forward <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah you know this might be the end for you <laughs> what there's a term for that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know what it's called, but um, tossing but, the salad. What is it? Tossing. Oh, tossing. Yeah, tossing the salad. Yes, you're right. Okay, so yeah, she said that. No, that's a rim. That's a. Rim. I don't know. Uh, I'm not yeah, familiar with either one. No, but yeah, she did. Too. But she did say that tossing the salad because she said to me. Um, how do you feel about tossing the salad? And I said, well, like with tongs or like how? Like, what am I doing? And so she was all like, no, no, Amy, like sexually. And I was, I mean, Emily, sexually. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to have to bow out of that one. Like, and, and she was that. like, well, no, they're doing it to you. And I said, it doesn't matter. Like, <clears throat> I don't want anybody in my in my little butthole. Like that just seems unsanitary. Like that's only an Audi. What? Let me go and kiss you. Oh gosh, that's what I was telling you. I was all like, he was just down there, and then he comes up and he kisses you. Like, do you ask him to go wash his mouth? And I'm all like, there has to be some sort of like residue left over. Okay, this is getting graphic. But, but I was like, I just couldn't understand. I couldn't understand, you know, like, hmm, how does that play out? You know, like who, who's getting satisfied here? Because I just don't feel like that would be something I'm okay with. And <laughs> wait, there isn't there, isn't is there, there a bad bunny song? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so then I asked this guy that I was, seeing because I, I wasn't dating him I was just seeing him I asked him hey how do you feel about butt play and he said who's doing it to whom and I said well does it matter and he's all like yeah he's all like well I don't want you to put anything up my you know butthole and I said well don't they say that the, that's like a part of the man like if you push your finger in a certain way like that you, you know, stimulate the prostate right and yeah, he's all like, 
He's like, I don't want to know what that feels like. I don't need my prostate massaged. He's like, no. Like, I don't want to feel any of that. I think and the I said, term well, <laughs> is milking the prostate. Milky. Oh, my God. Did you turn a blumpkin or plimpkin or something like that? What? I don't know. So, have you guys heard of that? Something that sounds no. like plumpkin? <laughs> what is that? Like, what do you have to do to plumpkin? Giving, giving a man oral sex while he's pooping. <gasps> what? Yes, that's a thing. Can you believe that? Not a thing, is it really? Yeah, it's called. I bet you there's like a pornographic video about this. Like somebody has tried this. Somebody, somebody in this world has. Like, how can you concentrate on two things at the same time? Men can't even do two things at the same time. How can you concentrate on being? Oh my god! Being done. I don't understand. You know, it is. It's it's a it's a it's a nasty world out there. Um, it is. Some people are wired a certain way, and that is the kind of wiring that is like no, that's just out there. I but swear, pornography that people are exposed to that yeah. they start doing all kinds of crazy shit. You know, well, and it's and it's like it's like a drug. Like once you is. start doing one thing. It's not enough satisfaction, so you have to find something else to satisfy you, and it's just it's just a continuous like one upping. It is. It is because you know what? I saw a very severe uh, situation about that. Um, Oh gosh! This man who was sexually addicted. He his addiction was so bad that he was married like five times, right? And because the the women in his life were like, "No, you're just." way too disgusting with it because it wasn't just sex with them it was like he was going out and and having sex with random women and to the point where um he started driving a cab for a living because that would expose him to more women to 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 have sex with soon that wasn't enough so he moved on to men and then he moved on to trans women and to the point where he said you know, I'm no longer getting any satisfaction from this. So he decided to have a total gender reassignment <gasps> just so he knew what it would feel like to have sex with a man as a oh woman. My God, are you? Yes. Kidding? Yes. It was the most disturbing. Where did you hear about this? YouTube? Of course. On YouTube. Ending up on the weird side of YouTube, as always. Wow. <laughs> So he transitioned into a woman and then he detransitioned back into a man after he found Jesus and Jesus saved him from his addiction. So he didn't have a penis then after that? No, he didn't. He straight out had a gender reassignment and then when he transitioned back to a man, well, he's just now is a man with a vagina. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Why couldn't he find Jesus when he had a penis? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, why did he look for Jesus then? I know, because he, he you know, I, I think there was a, there was an, an at, like, an, an aware, like, I think he was aware enough to say, no, I want to know this experience, you know, I want to know what it's like to have, you know, a woman's body and have a man, like, you know. Well, it's not that great. Like, let's just be honest. Like, how many women right. don't fake their orgasm? Uh, because men don't know how to satisfy the whole piece, you know, exactly. like the whole body. 
Like you're not missing out on much. Well, and then and then this guy should know <laughs> that, that that after such mutilation, yeah, he probably had no sensation down exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't died of AIDS or HIV or some sort of like venereal disease. I'm like, like, like yeah, I bet he has herpes. Like, and what kind of women and men is he interacting with? Like, those are the questions that come to my head. Like, what kind of people are you interacting with at the taxi? cab that you can like that they're so easily available because the last time I got into an uber the first thing on my mind was not like oh uber man is looking hot let's go right no no and I and I think and I and I and I often wonder what is the conversation like okay so you get in the cab and the guy's driving it's like how does it start like yeah who who starts it with who and like don't you have your destination to get to? And exactly. Aren't you in a hurry? Like, wait, does my time stop? I know. Like, do I have to pay? It's like, is the meter running? You know, like all of these questions. And what does this man look like? Because that was my he's... question. Oh my God. <laughs> what does he look like that he can get all these people to hook up with him? Right? And what is the quality oh, no. of these people? I mean, is he it's hooking disgusting. up with like... With like losers and and just like on a, I mean, how do you get to? I don't know. Yeah. And my next point. my next question is, what is he doing that I'm doing wrong? Because I don't have that. Because I don't think I'm that bad looking, and I don't have that kind of banging. Like I don't have that kind of like people just throwing themselves at me. Yeah, like people are not throwing themselves at me. I mean, you know? not, not, not just not just one gender, but both genders. Yeah, okay. like, like, I'm not at the door turning men away, you know? Uh, like, they don't right. even show. So No, and, and, and I got to tell you, he wasn't much to look at. I got to send you guys a link. I'll find it, and I'll send yes, you the link. Yes, please. Look into and your history. It is, it, yeah, it is, it is. I was just, like, astounded, like, just astounded I mean, by the whole story. So disturbing. And, um, and you, you know, people are have these like this these fetishes that you're just like I don't even know where that comes from. Like yeah. it's like I honestly it is. You know, there's some people that have fetishes with poop, you know, and Ugh. urine, and you know it it's it's disturbing. It gets multi levels of disturbing. Well, <clears throat> there's um. You know, because I like films. Um, there's a film that has been banned in like 19 countries, right? Um, it is called a Serbian film. Now, mind you, you can find this movie online if you're so inclined to and you can watch it. I have never seen it, but I read about it because it's like completely banned. It's banned in the US, it's banned in everywhere and it was created in Serbia. So this movie... It is, it is so, okay, so it's about a guy. So the movie takes place, it's about a guy who's a porn star, right? And he does all these movies, and he has a wife, and he has a kid, and the kid is like five years old or something, and um, he decides he's going to quit. He's like, I'm done making these movies. Well, unbeknownst to him, there is some, like, individual this anonymous person that is like a fan of his and they kidnap him so they sneak into his home they kidnap him take him to an undisclosed location 
where he's been blindfolded, he has no idea where he is. And now he's in these in this building with rooms and there is the guy who's kidnapped him, gives him these tasks to do in order for him to get out. And so the tasks get ever more disturbing. So I'm just gonna give you like like a couple of like, you know, scenarios of what you see in this film. Mind you, this is a trigger warning. Trigger warning, trigger warning. Um, so one of the things he has to do is like have sex with a woman that's being murdered, you know? Yeah. And then he comes into this other room and now there's like a, a woman who's pregnant, like like very pregnant, have sex with her. And then <clears throat> like as he's going through these rooms, like in the tasks, oh, because they show him a video feed of his family. They kidnapped his family and they told him if you don't do this, they're gonna they're gonna die. And so like and now as he's progressing, I guess like the pregnant woman has just given birth and so the baby comes out and as the baby comes out, they said, Okay, now you have to rape the baby baby. <gasps> yes, and you see it. And the director of the film made the baby so realistic, made the scene so realistic that that's one of the main reasons that it was banned. And so then, um, and then I guess in the final scene, like, um, he sees that his, like, wife and his son are, like, I guess they were killed. He thinks they've been murdered. And so, but they're not. They're just, like, sedated or something. I, I forgot how it goes. But the point is that the guy tells him, okay, now have sex with your wife and then your son <gasps> and then you yes it is absolutely the most disturbing thing i've ever read <laughs> ever heard i think i'm traumatized but <laughs> right and it's called a serbian film and um banned in all these countries and uh and, and i for one do not know what individual even though it's fake i mean they're all actors, they're all, you know, but still, the fact that you wrote that on a script and you decide to shoot that, that is beyond, like... No, and then there's an audience for it, because you're not, you don't create what? film for yourself, you create film right. because you're going to show this to someone, because you know someone's going to be interested mm-hmm. in seeing it. So there must be mm-hmm. a... Um, a group of people that want to see this. Oh, for sure. I mean, I mean because that's a given. I mean, I mean, well, now, now it's again trigger, trigger. I mean, because like that, that whole thing about raping a baby, like that's something that's done in human trafficking. Like that's a realistic yep. aspect of what, of like the mm-hmm. crazy minds that 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 live in this world. Like people who. Um, who think that's okay. You know, they starve babies in order for men to find yeah. or like satisfaction. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's just disgusting. Um, it is, it is, it's it disturbing. is one of those things that I, that's, that's why for me, it's like, if, if you have an individual that's wired that way, that they find pleasure in those things, they need to be put exactly. out. I mean, like, they need, right? Like there is no bringing you back. No, there isn't. Like, you are a defective human being. And the defect is to the point where it's going to harm an innocent. Exactly. You know, because 
<laughs> because, you know, as an adult, like, I, obviously, I don't want anyone to hurt me or whatever. But but at least if someone's coming at me, as, as an adult, I can defend exactly. myself some way or another, right? And I can fight back. But when you're so vulnerable as a child, like, come on. It's exactly. Like, a child, right? an animal. I mean... Uh, an animal a child a baby like those people yeah. just need to be snuffed yeah. and I know it's controversial but but I mean it's yeah. like how do you but then it, it, and it's this idea of like how do you protect people when you know that this person is is will do anything to get that satisfaction you know um, it's, it's like a drug addict you know that if, if they don't yeah. have that drug, they, they can't live and they're willing to do whatever it takes to get what they want. And just again, the predatory. Nature, yeah, right. <laughs> like that drive, like the guy who drove to Fallbrook to some. Oh, my gosh. I know. Address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that tells you that like, tells you. All. I, I think you Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think you guys even met this guy. Um, there was the guy that I took to the movies. <laughs> Oh, yes. the um, what's his face? Um, zucchini. <laughs> what? what is his name? Zucchini. <laughs> you know what? I call him more of a survivor. Um, I think that's gonna be his. That's gonna be his nickname, Survivor, because he survived. <laughs> he survived that dinner. He survived. With exactly. He survived uh, the movie theater, and he survived beating some rando at some you know middle of nowhere so, i mean I, I mean this guy this, this guy loves putting himself out and he, he does him. he does um wow. I, you know what i actually uh talked to him <laughs> not too long ago because i had gone back on bumble and um mm. and <laughs> i swiped right on him just to kind of see if if we would connect and um and we did like he had swiped right on me and I was like either he didn't know it was me or he did the same thing to see if we could connect again and um Mm -hmm. and I was talking to him and I said you know how's it going like how's the dating and he's all like well it's the same like there's nobody out there and I'm like well you missed out (laughs) you could have had all of this um no I didn't say that but um but still it was just interesting (laughs) you know it's like this is somebody that you had a very brief relationship with, but you had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And um, yeah, right. I mean, he, he wasn't like, and I always say this, like, I mean, I, I'm not dating the best looking men, but I just, I like men who are, who are fun, who are genuine, who are, you know, um, who, mm-hmm. who I don't have to worry about, you know, <laughs> who are living their own lives who are extremely intelligent and um and in their own way risking their lives to be able to date and right. um and I thought he was a lot of fun and um he came to that Chuck E. Cheese ev- event that we had and he didn't have to come to that, that yeah fun. you didn't have to come to that he yeah didn't. and he came and he's all like well do I have to make a donation like we're taking out the checkbook and I'm like no 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 we're not doing this <laughs> he's like do I join and I'm like no <laughs> yes bitch <laughs> I know you like you had him so close where he was gonna join that he was like he's all like I it's know, like ten dollars so and I was all like I was like no you're not joining this 
like, no, we're not doing no, because we don't need something to connect us in the future. Um, <laughs> right? I know. So, and I, because I, I, but <laughs> it, it, it was, it was a very here's a. Uh oh. So we're, I guess we we went a little over our hour, but here's the next thing. Our next podcast is going to be exploring the mind uh, of of the guy, of a man, of like, and we need to find someone that is willing to share that predatory, the drive. What would drive a man to go in the middle of butt fucking nowhere? <laughs> in the middle of the night, by the way. In the oh middle my of the god! Night. Even worse, for someone yeah. met on a dating app <laughs> yeah. that could have been, you know, something out of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And have you guys know- ever? I was, I'm going to interrupt you, but have you ever seen that show? Any like for my man? It comes out on, I don't know, but I've been watching it on YouTube. It's just called For My Man. And it's all these Mm. women who've committed murders and just awful things for the men that they love. And they've done this. Like, they've set people up Mm -hmm. so that they can rob them. Wow. How do you, like, like, I wouldn't even go to the street corner. No, not at all. It's just ridiculous. And... Yeah, like we need we uh, so on our next podcast, my goal is to bring in a friend of mine. Um, he's a fellow writer. We work on projects together, like as far as writing projects. Um, I want to see if he wants to come on. He wanted me to be on his podcast. He usually podcasts about um, like sci-fi, like stuff we write about. Um, Wait, so, but if okay, if he if he does sci-fi. Does uh-huh. he have any experience with women? Yes, he's currently in a relationship. Okay. And they broke up and then they got back together. Oh god. So, one of those. Yeah, it, it's he's one of those. And and it's it's really interesting because um he he's uh he's I think he's a perfect person to have a conversation with because he he's really smart but very stupid with relationships. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> So, so, uh, so it was interesting because um, we, we were working, well, I was reading a book he had self-published and he was on me like, oh, did you finish the book? I'd be like, no. And in that, but in that arc, it was like, oh, this is a, your book. It was like, yeah, I just broke up with my girlfriend and I'm going through a hard time. And then as I'm reading the book, it's like, oh, I've been talking to my girlfriend now. And now it's like, oh, now I'm with my girlfriend and we all make fun of him, like his other friends, like uh, we just kind of like rag on him for it. But um, uh, so so I think maybe I'll ask if he wants to come on. Uh, he said that he was going to have me on his podcast. We were going to talk about Blade Runner, um, the movie 2049. Um, that's kind of his thing. And I was sharing with him some insights. So he was like, you know what? I love your insight. You need to be on my podcast. I'm like, sure, whatever, anytime. So I think that's like a reciprocal thing, you know? Like, yeah. I'm on his podcast. Now he can be on mine. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, and it's just like, dude, you know, here's your pseudonym. No names. Uh, just uh, We just want to explore the mind of a guy. Okay. Exactly. Especially of a, of a guy who keeps going back. 
keeps and going back going, to the girlfriend. Yeah, and is mm. he going back for comfort? Is he going back because it's just the norm? You, you know, I like I've never asked because I feel like eh, it's you know, it's not really my business. But it it is a curious thing. Is it like? I mean, what went wrong? What what went wrong the first time that you think would be different the second time? Exactly. It's like, exactly. Right? It's like, exactly. What, what would be different? Like, what? welcome and, to this vicious cycle. Yes, and 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 what do you like? How do you recognize when it's going in that same exact fucking path? And it's when you get caught in these loops that when it's all said and done you're like i just wasted my time exactly like, I wasted a lot of time and and so the yeah i think we'll we'll explore that i think it was a nice podcast today i hope our followers think that it was worthwhile oh we covered we a lot of something. stuff yes yes we did we even covered uh things that were disturbing um but but I think uh I think it, it was a it's a good it's a good talk, you yeah. know. <laughs> All right guys. Okay. So I will be I will be ending it now. I will be uh uploading it. But first I'll send it to you guys. I'll be uploading it and then uh we will continue and then I'll let you guys know about the next podcast. So thank you for coming. Thank you. I'll see you guys again. Hopefully next time we have a guy on. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know what his pseudonym is going to be, but I think that we shall call him. What would be a good name for him? Hmm. Let's call him Carousel. Carousel. Because <laughs> he goes in a circle. Okay. <laughs> Should we call him a toss salad? Um yeah. A toss to Caesar salad. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll message him. Wait, where's Muyu? She's been so quiet. I know. She She's still connected. Hello? Well, you probably lost her in the process, but oh, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, signing off. Thank okay. You. Thank leave. you. We will see you next time. Yeah, see you. Bye. Bye.